You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 5th, 2018. My name is Philip Rostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr_omd. I hope everyone had a very happy 4th of July. I took the day off uh, from the podcast at least. Um, enjoyed my birthday a little bit on the third. Thanks to everyone who wished me a happy birthday. Uh, enjoyed some Top Golf. That was a good time. Uh, I, I did not swing the ball as well, and I will definitely bring my clubs next time instead of using the clubs that they have there. But nonetheless, it is good times with the fourth behind us now. Free agencies slowed down a little bit, but still plenty to get to there. We'll talk about one of the juiciest free agency rumors involving the Orlando Magic coming up on today's episode of the podcast. The Magic as an organization, though, are already in Las Vegas. Steve Clifford running his team, running his young team through their first couple practices as they get ready for Friday's game against the Brooklyn Nets. We'll have a little bit more on Summer League tomorrow on the podcast. We'll also talk um, I also talked a little bit about Summer League on yes on the last edition, on July 3rd's edition of Locked On Magic, some of the things that I'm looking to see from the Orlando Magic during Summer League. So definitely some things to watch out for there. But today is going to be all about the one of the juiciest free agency rumors that we've had involving the Magic in some time, one that many fans have anticipated and look forward to. So let's get right to it. It came out uh, from Keith Smith of Real GM, a friend of the show, as well as Alex Kennedy of Hoops Hype. So two people confirming this. The Orlando Magic have indeed have had talks with free agent Isaiah Thomas, formerly of the Los Angeles Lakers. They've now renounced his rights in order to sign LeBron James. Isaiah Thomas, obviously, is one of the more intriguing free agents in this in this free agent class, one that comes with a lot of risk. This is a 29-year-old small point guard, 5'9", coming off of hip surgery in a season where he really never quite looked right. Averaged about 15 points per game, but shot less than 40% from the floor. Did not have the same efficiency that he had two years ago when he averaged 28 points per game and had uh, an effective field goal percentage better than 50%. This is a high-volume scorer who can score efficiently, can get into the paint, can finish, can create his own shot, can do all the things the Magic have lacked for such a long time. In fact, I was thinking about this. I put it out to Twitter just just to kind of confirm my suspicion here. Outside of Jameer Nelson... The Magic have not had an all-star or even a former all-star on the roster since Dwight Howard left. And a lot of Magic fans are rightfully, I suppose, obsessed with finding a star. Now, Isaiah Thomas is not a, probably not a long-term solution. I think signing him to whatever deal they're going to sign him to, probably a one-year deal. Signing him now is not committing to him for the long term. I think that's important to note. But certainly, certainly, he gives the Magic a little bit of star power, a little bit of a guy that that can just do it all, that the Magic haven't had in a very, very long time. We talked about this a lot when when we analyzed uh, the potential of drafting Trey Young. The Magic right now need a guy who who will dominate the ball a little bit, be able to score and create his own shot, create some passing opportunities, and get players in the right role. And, And this is what I mean by that. I think this is a criticism that I've often had, not criticism, but an observation I've often had about the Magic. The problem with the Magic throughout the last four or five years has not been that they have bad players. I think the Magic have pretty good players, actually. 
The problem is they ask their players to do too much. And this is just kind of a, a, a an aphorism, I suppose, that, that I have. The difference between good teams and bad teams to me is, is talent, yes. But it's also making sure players are in the role that fits their talent. Evan Fournier should not be your leading scorer. Aaron Gordon should not have a usage rate greater than 25%. You could go down, uh, down the line with all these players and say, this guy's a good player. Nikola Vucevic is a great player. Should he be your starting center? Should he be the starting center on a playoff team, on a championship team? I think the jury probably would say no on that. And so I think the idea in grabbing a guy like an Isaiah Thomas and, and the appeal of it is putting players back into the positions that they can best succeed at. Thomas is a guy who can score the ball. He's a good passer. He's a good point guard. He can create for himself and create for others in a way that no one else on the roster can. And I think that would be something that Evan Fournier could play off of. So he can play more like he did in 2015 when Victor Oladipo was, was playing off of him and he was able to attack rotations. Um, it gets Aaron Gordon a little bit more off the ball so he can slash. You know, We don't really know what Jonathan Isaac or Muhammad Bamba are yet, so it takes pressure off of everyone. And I think that's the idea here. Now, according to the reports, it... The, the, the contract is still very much under negotiation, but the Magic only have their $8.6 million mid-level exception to offer. Keith Smith of Real GM would seems to suggest that the, the issue now or the, the, the negotiation is not over years. It's, a one, it's probably going to be a one-year deal, a one-year make-good contract. The, the, the negotiation now is on the amount of that mid-level exception that the Magic will use on Isaiah Thomas. Now, it's, there's no rush to get this done. We don't know if the Magic will, will have it done, we'll do it soon, we'll get it done now, next month, next week, next hour. We don't know. It, again, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of urgency, and I think the Magic are probably right to say, you know what, we know we've got this, we know we can explore this, let's see what other options are out there too. I mean, I don't think they need to commit to anything. They can explore, continue exploring trades with Summer League coming up. All the GMs and all the executives will be in one place at one time. You'll start hearing rumors pop up. Things will start to move on the trade market, I think, now that free agency is starting to die down. And so this is a really, really uh, juicy rumor for sure. This is really, I think it's real. I absolutely think it's real. Um, it's something that fans have suggested. I, I've been playing around with this idea for several weeks now, you know, if not longer. On a one-year deal, I've got no problem with it. It's it's a chance for Thomas to prove himself that he's worth a bigger contract, that he's still the all-star that, that he was in Boston. It's a chance for Orlando to get an impact player that can start to kind of reset their culture a little bit. I mean, because it's not just... It's not just a culture that needs a reset defensively and, 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 and philosophically. It's a culture that needs a reset of, I'm not going to let us lose this game. We're going to win games here. I think Steve Clifford wants that. I, I, Clifford already has a, a, lot, a quote saying that he expects the team to compete for the playoffs. I mean, they're already, they want to talk about the playoffs. Whether they'll get there or not, let's hold off on, on that talk perhaps. But they don't want to hide from those goals. They, they want to win. Winning is important. No one in July should be thinking of doing anything but winning in April. That motivation may change during the course of the season. 
but this is a really, really interesting thought and a really interesting idea from the Magic. Obviously, Thomas doesn't fit the profile of the guys that Jeff Weltman and John Hammond usually go after, namely guys with length and wingspans that go for miles. But perhaps they think that Isaac, Gordon, Bamba can cover for Thomas's defensive uh, defensive inefficiencies. And perhaps they think that um, think that that the offense will outweigh the defense in that case. Certainly it can. If Thomas is healthy, if Thomas can prove that he can play, then it's a, it could be an absolute home run signing. And if it doesn't work out, what do you really lose? You're not going to sign a player to a long-term contract off the MLE. I mean, you look at the other point guards that, that are on the market, Dante Exum's gone, Fred Van Vliet's gone, Tyreek Evans is gone. Who are you putting at point guard right now? Obviously, there's, there's a trade market that might develop, but there aren't many other options here. And so this one is splashy, but intriguing, and I think does benefit the Magic. Obviously, there is a big hole at point guard. It fills a need. It fills several needs. But we'll see what comes of it. It's still still very much uh, an interesting thought, and, and we'll see whether the Magic end up pulling the trigger or end up end up going with the signing or or or, or what direction they go. Um, it's it's definitely intrig- It's definitely intriguing. I think I think it does have the chance to change the magic a little bit, change this this team and this organization a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see uh, whether they they end up doing that or not. As we've gotten through the first couple days of free agency here, um, obviously. A lot of the action's already taken place. Um, the Magic have spent their money or whatever little money they had as expected on Aaron Gordon. They've got that $8.6 million trade exception, and there aren't a ton of places they can go with it. Um, you know, I think one of the interesting things and one of the reasons why Isaiah Thomas is so interesting is because he, again, has that ability to elevate the team offensively. He has that ability to be the star this team has lacked and obviously fill a position of need and, and, and do a lot of other things that are important for the for the organization, for the team. Really, at that $8.6 million mark, you're not going to get a starter, most likely. Or, or if you are, you're taking a reach on a starter. Or you're taking a gamble. I mean, again, Thomas is a gamble. He's got an injury history. He had a bad season last year. He really struggled. Can he get that back? Can he get back to where he was? I mean, the kid works hard. We know that. Um, he's had to to be where he is. But where else could the Magic go with this With their, with their this tool? You know, everyone would be like, oh, the Magic should go after Marcus Smart. If the Magic offer Marcus Smart the mid-level exception, the Celtics are matching. That's not enough. You know, if you're looking at, at other players that the Magic could use this money on, you're looking at Shabazz Napier. Why would he come back to Orlando? You're looking at Yogi Ferrell. Um, an interesting, another interesting player, very similar to Thomas in some ways, but not as as good, good or efficient at scoring. Is he really a starter caliber point guard? Is he someone that you're going to give a multi year contract to? Probably not. I mean, I think I don't think there are many candidates for multi year contracts on the free agent market that the Magic can go after right now. The other name that a lot of fans have thrown about is Nemanja Bjelica. He's an interesting as a, as a four stretch four option, and I, I kind of like that idea. I do think that that that's the next area after point guard, 
After starting point guard, I think the Magic do need to improve their their depth at, at the four. Um, I, I, I thought the Jeremy Grant idea was interesting. Obviously, he went for more than the Magic could pay. And so the options to use the MLE are, are really kind of limited. That's why I think we do expect a trade to be a lot of the way, a lot of the direction the Magic go. I think that this is why another reason why Isaiah Thomas does make a lot of sense. You have this tool; you need to use it on something. If there are no trades that really develop then yeah, this is the risk you take. This is the chance. This is the, this is the, I mean, again, it's very low risk if it's a, if it's only a one-year deal. This is something that can demonstrably improve your team if it works out. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't hurt you. You still get to play your young guys. You still have someone that you can count on in G.G. Augustin. You'll probably bring up Troy Copain off the G League roster. You've got that fallback. And so at this point, I'm intrigued to see how the Magic use the MLE. And, and I think I, I do think Thomas is ultimately the direction that the team will go. There just isn't a lot out there. And 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 you know, restricted free agents, you're not gonna get one at eight at eight point six million dollars, probably. And so Orlando, yeah, I mean, I think we'll see the trade market pick up a little bit at Summer League with, with everyone in one place and a lot of people talking and, and shaking hands and, and meeting with each other. I think we'll see that happen. I think we'll see see the trade market begin to move, and, and I think that's really what the Magic are waiting for with Isaiah Thomas right now, is I think they're waiting to see if something else rattles free. If they can find maybe a long-term option. Because Thomas probably isn't their guy long-term unless he really breaks out. And he's got to prove it. For him, this season is a prove-it year. He's got to go somewhere on a one-year deal and show that he is healthy once again. And if he can do that, big money might await him on the other side. But we'll see how that goes. It's, it's definitely, a, a, um, definitely an interesting, interesting prospect and an interesting idea that the Magic are going after Isaiah Thomas. And I, th- I think it's one that, that we've all had for, for some time. Well, I'm going to keep things short and sweet today. That's going to be it for me today on Locked on Magic. We'll have a little bit more on Summer League. I'll talk a little bit about Melvin Frazier. I haven't talked about him a lot um, here on the podcast. So I'll talk about him uh, and some other items as we head into Summer League next next week. Um Yeah, and so that'll do it for me today. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, the trade market and free agency as well uh, on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. I'll keep things short because it is the holiday. I want to get myself ready to go back to work tomorrow. Um, of course, we'll have Summer League on Friday, so we'll have plenty, of t- plenty to talk about come Monday. Uh, and tomorrow, of course, we'll talk a little bit more about Summer League uh, as well as the Magic's plans for the rest of the offseason. Maybe we'll have a signing. Who the hell, Who the heck knows? But for that, for that... You can always subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast native listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr__omd. Follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnMagic, as well as like us on Facebook at LockedOnMagic. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can also follow us on Twitter there at OMagicDaily. I'll be opening up the Orlando Magic Daily mailbag 
right after the last free agency moves move end. So if you have any questions for the podcast or for the for Orlando Magic Daily, be sure to send them to me at omagicdaily at gmail.com or on Twitter at omagicdaily. Again, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening. Have I hope everyone had a very happy 4th of July. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.